Lord, there are men and women, there are young people standing here today that, God, they're facing a battle. They're facing a, a, an obstacle that seems like they can't get past it. Lord, we pray that today you would bring down the walls that we would go in and possess. Lord, if there are those here today that have not surrendered their life to Jesus, Lord, have not even started that journey of coming out of the bondage of sin and saying, I need Jesus, draw them to the foot of the cross. Lord, in these next few moments, have your way, we pray, by your Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we're going to move into a time of ministry. We don't want to prolong things needlessly, but we want to give the Holy Spirit ample time to minister individually into our hearts and our lives. With heads up and eyes open for a moment. I know on a Sunday morning in most churches across this land, the people that are there are people that have surrendered their life to Jesus. But you know what? There's always the chance, always the possibility that there's someone with us on a Sunday morning that has not said yes. And we, we want you to know the greatest miracle, the greatest miracle is when somebody says yes. They're born again, made a new person. So I'm going to ask this a little differently. If you're here today and you've given your life to Jesus, it's not just about saying a prayer. But I mean, you're following Him. You've surrendered your life. You're not perfect. But you've surrendered your life to Christ. He's forgiven your sin. You're on your way to heaven and you know that. I want you to wave at me. Praise God. Appreciate it. You can put your hands down. The majority of us, of course. I didn't see every single individual. I want you to do something with me, if you would, please. Brothers and sisters, I want you to be a soul winner with me just for a moment. If you would, will you turn to somebody next to you? Don't leave anybody in touch. Turn to somebody next to you and ask them, are you right with God? Do you know Jesus, however you phrase it? If they say, no, I'm not sure, I want you to say, hey, can I go up to the altar with you and pray to surrender your life to Christ? Would you right now turn to somebody next to you, please? Make sure... We want to give that opportunity. If there's anyone you say I need to make things right with God, I want you to come, please, and join us. Now, Father, we thank you. Lift your hands to Jesus with us, if you would. Now, God, we ask, as we have said, here we are, Lord, we've surrendered our life. Lord, we know that salvation is the greatest miracle. But, God, it's also entrance to your kingdom. And, Lord, there are many other things of your kingdom you want to work in our life. Lord, freedom, Lord, not only from the penalty of sin and forgiveness, but freedom from the power of sin, of habits that hold us in bondage, oh God. Lord, you want to bring us to a place of physical healing, of financial abundance, Lord, of emotional wholeness, Lord, of family unity. God, ultimately, you want to bring us into a place of fulfillment where, Lord, people see Jesus in us and through us. So, Lord, accomplish your purposes. We pray in Jesus' name. Look, if you're here today as a believer in Christ, Jesus is your Savior. But you say, look, Russ, there's an area of my life that's still in bondage. There's a wall. There's a barrier. There's an obstacle. I need God to bring breakthrough. This doesn't mean that, that work, uh, there's any condemnation. You're saying, I'm a believer, but there's an area I need a breakthrough. I need God to do a miracle in a specific area of my life. I want you to lift your hand. 
Thank you. Would you take a step forward and come join us, those that have hands lifted, please. I want you to come and join us standing here at the front here. Even And, and, and if, you, if your spouse is coming, can, your, can you come with your spouse? If your spouse is here, I want you to come join your spouse as well. We want to pray and believe. Um, I, I, we, I met uh, Roy uh, for service. Um, Kim, come here for a second, if you would. We're going to take this. Now, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to minister. Go ahead and take. Can we have both mics on at the same time? We can? Okay, there we go. Thank you. I appreciate it. Guys, here's what we, we want to do. We want to pray. And one of the principles of the promised land was two and a half tribes of Israel, their inheritance was on this side of the Jordan. They had to go fight for their brothers to get their inheritance before they got theirs. You know what's vital if you want God to touch you? Is that we not just say, God, when is my turn? We fight for our brothers and sisters to get their breakthrough, their inheritance. So you can stand, you can sit, have your comfortable, but please don't leave yet. We want to pray and believe God to touch. Roy, Matt, and what was your name, please? Tina. Tina? Would you stretch your hands toward this couple? Kim? Uh, well, last night I had prayed. I knew that pastor was going to have some relatives here. I didn't know who it was. And I said, Lord, will you give me a dream about one of the relatives? And he gave me a dream about you, Roy. And what I saw was it didn't make a sense to me whatsoever when I had this dream. It, it seemed weird. I saw, I saw um, weapons, weapons laid out as a road. Weapons were laid out as a road. And I saw it was like you were traveling in this, in this big vehicle on this road made of weapons. And then I saw that God put his hand out and you came up to a crossroads in the dream. It was a crossroads. There is going to be a change in your life. Now, I'm not saying that you are not going to do what you've been doing as, a, um, as your career. But I don't know. There is some big change that's going to happen because you came up to a crossroads in the dream. You were on that road of the, the weapons, but you came up and it crossed right there. And God put his hand out and God was going to lead you. It's nothing to be worried about or scared about. God is going to show you which way to go. It's nothing, it's, so it's nothing to worry about. It's just, this is a, a really a dream of encouragement because God says it's time for change. God is going to be doing some things and really changing some things. And it's going, I believe it's going to be one of those suddenlies. You've been driving on that road for a long time of made of the weapons. But God says this, I put my hand out. There's a crossroads. But listen to me before you make the turn this way or that way. Let me show you which way to go. Shekinah. I saw a vision for you both. I saw you in a roller coaster, and it went left and right and left and right very fast, but then it got calm in the middle. Did you hear what she said? A roller coaster seemed to go left and right, back and forth, back and forth, very fast. There wasn't clarity. There was uh, some confusion and just things back and forth, but then all of a sudden, things same right in the middle, became calm and had a direction. Stretch your hands toward them, if you would, please. Does that make sense, guys? Lord, we ask that you bring clarity and direction. The Lord says, daughter, there are talents that you had started to bring forth, just like in the parable of the talents. Talents that you started to bring forth for the glory of God, but then circumstances and people, especially people that didn't understand 
uh, did something that put a barrier there. I tried to push those back down. And the Lord says, daughter, you're about to come into a season of great joy and fulfillment where you're not going to be feeling like you've got to hold back. That's a, you know, it's almost, it, this is interesting. You're, 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 um, you're real, you're truthful, but because you have to hold back some of what's in you, at times you almost feel like you're being fake. The Lord says, daughter, it's not because you are fake, it's because people have expected you to be a certain way. And God is setting you free from people's expectations. <laughs> and the Lord says, son and daughter, I'm going to propel you and to what I've purposed for you. Understand, my sense is the Lord saying, you have not missed what God has. But the Lord is saying this, I'm, I'm bringing you back to the beginning. I'm bringing you back to the beginning. But the Lord says it's going to be like a fresh start. How does Joel say the years the locusts and cankerworm have eaten, God's going to restore? So, Lord, we stretch our hands toward them. Come on, congregation, do that, Kim. And, daughter, I, I saw this. I saw this and I heard the Lord say, dance, my daughter, dance. Dance, my daughter, dance. Dance, my daughter, dance. And he kept saying it over and over in my ear. And I saw as you were doing it, I was watching you in this vision doing it as Jesus was saying it. And I saw as you did, it was like shackles, things that have been holding you down this way or that way. All of a sudden, your feet were free and you were free and you turned into this little girl. There is a little girl inside of you that has almost, almost died or been imprisoned at least. And God says, it's time for the little girl to come back out. Dance, my daughter, dance. And the Lord says this, I have not forgotten my calling upon you. Yes, it may not have come in the way that you thought it would. Yes, there was disappointments. There were things that absolutely made your heart feel like it was in shreds. But God says, I am a God who always fulfills my promises. Watch and see if I will not do it, but I will do it in a way that surprises you. You have not looked this way before. It's not the way that you expected, but God says this surprise will be a good surprise. Father, we thank you. Now stretch your hands toward them. God, we thank you. Lord, there's a fresh fire. The Lord says, son, you're going to feel again, not just by feeling, but in the spirit. You're going to know again the fire of God burning in you like Jeremiah, burning in your bones, and you can't hold it in. So, God, we speak release now by the powerful name of Jesus. God, that every wall crumbles and they will go in and possess their destiny in you. Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. Stretch your hands, please. Congregation, again, you can stand, you can sit, however you're comfortable in God. Lord, we stretch our hands toward our brother and sister. And Lord, we pray, God, that you would bring forth before them the map, the plan, God, of what you have purposed. The, the picture I see, guys, is this. I see, um, it, it, when I said map, it's because that's what I was seeing in the spirit, in a vision, a picture, if you will. And, and the Lord says, son and daughter, it's as if you've known the general direction, but not the specific of where God's taking you. And the sense is this, God, you brought us to a place where we didn't plan on being. 
God, this is not what we planned. And I don't mean even just geographically. I'm just talking about even in life. But the Lord says, son and daughter, I've got you here when the enemy, you know what? The enemy had purposed to destroy you. And I'm not just talking about some bad circumstances. I mean literally take you out. The Lord says, son and daughter, I've covered you. I've protected you. Even when, you know what? Even when your faith was weak, the Lord says, son and daughter, I saw your heart. Man looks at outward appearance and people judge you because they didn't understand. They were looking for a certain outward thing religiously and they didn't see it. But God says, son and daughter, I looked at your heart. I've covered you and protected you, but the Lord says this, I've not brought you this far to now let you get the rest of the way on your own. God is, it's like I hear the Lord saying, He's taking you from a map to a GPS with the coordinates locked in. What it's going to mean is you're going to have to take some turns you're not planned on, you're not planned on taking. The Lord says, Son, sometimes that's a difficult thing. Because we want to, you know what? You are, you're trustworthy. You're loyal. You're faithful. The Lord says, sometimes, son, it's hard to let go when you don't see the way forward. It's easy to try to make your own plans. Not because your heart's wrong. But the Lord says, son, I'm about to lift the responsibility off of you. And it's going to be God's responsibility. I don't understand this fully, but I I keep hearing, like um, David, when he went to fight Goliath, Saul said, here's the way you got to do it. Take my armor. First David put it on, but then he realized, I can't do it that old way. The Lord says, there are well-meaning people who have said, this is what you need to do with your life. The Lord says, they don't understand what I'm doing in you. You don't have to put them down, but the Lord says, walk away from the past and those that have tried to control you. Father, we thank you that God, you are bringing restoration and and the Lord is also speaking and saying, I'm about to give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Whatever the mourning has been over, God says, you're now about to come into a season of rejoicing. Shekinah? I see a picture of a rose. Picture of a rose. You know what a rose is. It's a thing of beauty and love, but it grows out of a place of thorns. God, you're about to bring forth the beauty. And Lord, your love, your Lord, your love that shines upon them. And the Lord says, son and daughter, what has transpired has not been because God was mad at you. The Lord says, I'm fighting for you, not against you. Oh, and sis, I was seeing this most beautiful picture of you. And I saw your heart was just radiating with the love of Jesus. And I looked and around you were children. And I see that the Lord is going to let you pour your heart out even for some children. And God is going to give you, I believe, even some words to speak that will show, show the true Jesus. The true Jesus. 
And brother, I saw on you, God's hand was on you in a very precious and powerful way. And yet so many times you have relived and relived some things of the past that have made you feel like you're not worthy and you're unclean. And the Lord says this, the past is the past. You belong to me. I see you and I see a fine young man of God that I am going to use in ways that will blow your mind. God says, let the past be the past. Stop reliving that. Know that I have such a plan for you. It's going to be amazing. Shekinah. I heard Jesus say I'm making you a Gideon. Gideon was hiding away saying, God, I'm the least. But God said, no, you're a mighty warrior. God, thank you. <laughs> Lord, you're making him a mighty warrior. Those here, would you just lift your hands to Jesus, please? God, we pray for the release of your presence. God, you know every wall, every barrier. And Lord, we thank you that, God, you are arising. And Lord, the enemy is scattering. You know what? It's like the Lord says, he has made you a strong-willed woman. <laughs> um, it, it, it's almost like the Lord says like a, a, a bulldog <laughs> and the Lord says this daughter you know what it is sometimes to say I will not let go I'm not going to give up and the Lord says you've had tenacious faith the Lord says this daughter your faith is making you whole Whatever the enemy, it, it's like I almost see a sneak attack where the enemy uh, snuck in unaware. It, 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 it wasn't something seen and tried to um, divide. But the Lord is saying this, daughter, your tenacious faith is coming before the throne. And what I keep seeing is I see, how do I say it? It's like I see a, at, least a, at least one person. But it's like there's a, a, a person, and all I can say is their, their, their head looks like a brick wall. And sometimes it feels like you're just banging against a brick wall. But the Lord says, watch, because that wall is going to crumble. And there's going to be openness to the word of the Lord. So God, we thank you, Lord, that you are fulfilling all you purpose. Shekinah? I see an eagle that was trying to fly but couldn't. And then a wind of God came and then it started soaring into the sky. Hmm. It wasn't by the, weagle, the, the eagle's own uh, initiative. It was the wind of God. The Lord says, daughter, even though you're tenacious, it's not going to be your own effort. It's going to be God himself. So God, we thank you. Lord, bring release. And since there's some stuff, stuff out of balance in your blood, and God says this, I am bringing your blood into order. Your blood into order. There's some things that are out of kilter. Some, something is way too high and something is too low. And I, I can't 
get what the Lord is saying, which what is what. But I feel like God is touching you and he is putting his blood in you. And you are going to find that your blood and your bodies, maybe you don't even realize things are out of balance in your bloodstream. But the Lord says this, even those thoughts, even those thoughts, those thoughts of like, God, I don't even know. God says, you're going to find even a calming effect. You're going to find even an effect that you know God is, God is in control and he's working it all out. And you're going to find a new rest even as your body comes into line but God is touching your bloodstream and putting those those things back into order where you are going to feel a strength and a calmness in your body that you haven't felt for a long time yes Lord do it Father we thank you young lady the Lord says daughter I have purposed you to be one who's going to be at the front of the line, not just somewhere in the middle of the line. I've called you to be one that is going to stand, not just within the church realm. Look, you're going to have some anointing and things that you do in the church realm, but God says, daughter, I've purposed you for out there. I've purposed you to be one that can say with the Apostle Paul, follow me as I follow Christ." There's a generation of women, young women, middle-aged women, older women that do not understand what it is to be a godly woman. And the Lord says, daughter, I want to raise you up as one, a trophy of grace to say, look what the grace of God can do. And two, God says, I want to raise you up as well as one who's going to be, listen, a spiritual mama, even at a young age. And it's not just being a spiritual mama to younger ones, but even ones the same age and older. Because being a spiritual mother is not about physical age and maturity, it's about the Spirit of God. So the Lord says, daughter, arise. I am going to show you my daddy's heart in you. And God says this, you're going to run. I just see you like a little girl running into Daddy God's arms and finding such security there, such peace there. So, Lord, we thank you that you're bringing forth the anointing of Daddy God in her. And, Lord, through her, Lord, you're going to bring forth a mothering anointing to be released, not just in the realm of the church. Oh, God, you will use her there. But, Lord, may she be, God, a... Um, Lord, a stick of dynamite out into the secular society. Father, we thank you. Shekinah? I see a picture of a rainbow. You know what a rainbow symbolizes is God's promises. God says, don't forget his promises. He hasn't forgotten. Don't you let go of them either. Kim? And since you're smart, that's what the Lord told me to tell you. You are very smart. Somehow the enemy lies to you at times and looks at this and that and everything else and you don't feel so smart. But God says, I created you smart. You are very smart. And you are smart in your mind as well as in your spirit. So let the Lord do what he wants to and don't believe those lies of the enemy any longer. God created you the way he has and you are going to see mighty things pour through your body and even through your mind and your spirit. God says, I've made you smart. Now rejoice in that and see what I can use. Yes, that. Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you all together. 
Can y'all join hands together? Father, we, we thank you. Stretch your hands, congregation, again. Thank you for pressing in with us. In a few moments, we're going to pray for all of us corporately. But God, right now, we pray for the release of God. Lord, where the enemy has come and tried to surround them and cut off supply. That, that's what I see. I keep saying the enemy, and this is, again, it's not because you did something specifically wrong. The enemy has tried to encircle you and cut off the supply. And it's not only finances, so that's part of it, but it's, it's emotional, it's spiritual. But the Lord says this, son and daughter, you're not going to die in the wilderness. Remember when Jesus went into the, the wilderness to be tempted? When he came out, he came out in the power of the Spirit. The Lord says, son and daughter, you're not going to come out of this season beaten up and ready to give up. You're going to come out in the power of the Spirit. Yes! So, Father, we declare that, God, they will overcome. They will not give in. God, they will use the Word as a sword. And, God, they're going to come out, Lord, mature. They're going to come out strong in the Spirit. And the Lord says, where the enemy before used to try to use just a punching bag and you would blow this way and blow that way, God says, I'm bringing you out steady and secure in God. Where you're not going to go one way one day and another way another day, but you're going to be steadfast in the Lord. Kim? And since I was seeing a picture of you and I saw, I saw how your emotions have almost been deadened inside to keep from the pain. And the Lord says this, I'm going to bring back those godly emotions, those emotions that let you smell the roses, as it were, those, those emotions that let you experience things and find that joy of, of a little girl inside. God says this, God says the deadening of your emotions has been a hard thing, but you did it almost as a protective thing of you. And God says it is time, it is time for you to start feeling again and feel the joy of the Lord like never before. Shekinah? I see a picture of a diamond. Remember how a diamond is formed? By heat and pressure. <laughs> so God, we now say, Lord, they are free. Hallelujah. That's right. I, 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 see, I see tongues. I see words. I see uh, hurtful things that have tried to come and rip at the very fabric of your heart. But the Lord says, you are now free from those words, and the only words that count are what God speaks about you. So God, we bring, we speak freedom. And look, I'm, I'm just going to tell you what I keep sensing. The Lord's saying this, life is going to be enjoyable again. And you're not going to despair of life feeling like what purpose is it to keep on going. So God, we declare freedom and life in Jesus. In Jesus. Kim, please. Oh, and sis, I also saw this. I saw that God's hand is on you in a very special way. 
very special way. And yet you have looked at yourself. The Lord just spoke this to me. You look at yourself sometimes and you despise yourself for some reason. You despise yourself. You see all the things that should be different, all the things you wish were different. And God says this, I want you to look in my mirror today. See through my eyes. When I see you, you are my, my queen, my princess. I see you as a beautiful, pure woman of God. And the Lord says, I want you to see yourself the way I see you. Stop believing those lies that you're even telling yourself about yourself. Do not despise yourself any longer. The Lord says, I want you to love yourself just as I do. Father, we thank you. We all friends, sisters, what? No. Mother, mother and daughter. Mother and daughter. Wait. Is that a way to ask? But I like that. Is that a way to ask? I was the youngest sister, right? Uh, there you go. Mother and daughter, Lord, we stretch our hands toward, Lord, these precious women of God. God, thank you for giving me wisdom to know how to talk to women. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, that doesn't bother the Holy Spirit. Amen. It really doesn't. So, Father, we thank you. We pray, God, that you would release the purposes of God. And the Lord says, daughter, know this, that your prayers, your tears, your time on your knees, your time on your face, your time walking and pacing in God has not been wasted. And this is not only about your family. It is your family, but it's not just your natural family. It's your spiritual family. God says, in my word I say, I look for someone to make up the hedge, to stand in the gap. And the Lord says, daughter, you've been willing to stand in the gap, even at times for those that they came against you. For the very things you were doing, they started criticizing you, and yet you said, God, let your heart be in me, and not just my own feelings. And the Lord is saying, daughter, because you are learning how to not be led by the soul, but by the spirit, I'm entrusting you with greater authority. You're going to be saying and praying, declaring some of the same things, but instead of feeling like it's hitting a wall, it's going to actually break through. So the Lord says, you've been faithful in this, but hear this, what you've seen with your spirit eyes you're going to see with your natural eyes. The promises God has given you, you're going to see them come to fulfillment. So God, we thank you for the release of God. Kim? Uh, I keep hearing the Lord say something, and I'm not sure exactly how it fits, but I keep hearing him say, let's be frank. First thing I'm going to ask you is, do you happen to know a Frank in your life? Is there somebody that has Frank in their name? Sometimes that works that way. But if not that, then I feel like God is saying, I am going to let you stand up and speak your mind with such a clarity. Yeah. You're going to be frank. Let's be frank is what he kept saying. Let's be frank. No beating around the bush. But I tell you, God is going to have his hand and his word in your mouth. And you are going to see some things happen that is going to be answers to prayer. But you're going to see God come in with such a clarity that it'll delight you can't even believe it came out of your mouth. And yet it did. And God says, I'm going to use you as mouthpieces. And you are going to be frank about things. And it's going to be a good thing. Father, we thank you. Shekinah? I heard Jesus say you're my precious little girls. And I love you very much. <laughs> Stretch your hands toward them if you would. And the Lord says, daughter... You know you're destined to soar. But sometimes 
it's, it's easier to stay in the safety of the nest. God, the picture I see, is, it's, it's, it's humorous. It's exciting, but a little fearful in the natural. It's like I hear, I hear God saying, I'm kicking you out of the nest. And all, all I hear the Lord saying by that is this, God is going to kick you out of everything that has been comfortable, but you're not just going to, you're not going to fall, you're going to soar. So God, we thank you that Lord, she's prepared herself as you spoke about with Joshua. Get ready because tomorrow God's about to do something. So God, she has prepared herself, but we, need, we now ask for the breakthrough and Lord, that what she is prepared for. In fact, it's like the Lord says, daughter, you haven't prepared yourself to go and waste all that preparation just to survive. God's going to bring together the pieces of the puzzle of the last five, six, seven years, and all of a sudden, it's going to make sense. So, Father, we thank you. Kim? And the Lord says this, I'm healing you up of even those feelings of rejection. The Lord says this, I love you and I will never reject you. I will re never reject you. And I have such a feeling of, of um, that the Lord is wanting you to know that you fit perfectly as that puzzle piece in his heart. And God says this, you went through a, seri ser a serious situation where you felt a rejection inside. And the Lord says this, I'm taking the those feelings of rejection that seems to have colored so many things of your life. And you don't even realize how much it has colored so much. But the Lord says this, it's time to be healed up of that feeling of rejection. And you can know that you are a beautiful, a beautiful woman of God. And God has such a great plan for your life. And daddy, God is so proud of you. He looks at you and he sees his girl. And God says this, I will never reject you or hurt you or abuse you. It is time to know it's time to be free from the rejection hurt that has colored your life over these last few years. Hallelujah. Would you all lift your hands up to Jesus with us? Lord, we honor you. We thank you. God, we declare upon each one of these, Lord, every wall and barrier and obstacle is falling. God, they're going to go in and begin to possess. Lord, we now declare upon this congregation, Pastor, can, can you and your wife come and just stand here with us? Can I get, uh, can, can you stand a face towards us, if you would, please? Uh, can I get your, your, your uh, if it's okay, your brothers and their wives to come stand behind you, if you would, please? And I don't know if your sister's here as well or not. Um, oh, you're the sister. Okay, what do you know? Just stand behind them, if you would. Uh, God, we stretch our hands. And Lord, as a church, we declare that God is a church. We're not going to fault find. God, as a church, we're not going to complain and murmur. Lord, as a church, we're not going to stay stuck in childishness. Lord, even though there are those among us that are new in the faith, Lord, thank you for them. But God, you're going to cause them to grow quickly. God, you are going to cause this church to arise and, Lord, be a point of the spear type of church and ministry. God, they're not... Yes, Lord... They will learn from others. And the Lord says, son and daughter, even though you have a lot of ideas and a lot of strengths and leadership ability, God says, excuse me, you've not considered yourself too far along to learn from others. You've not considered yourself too um, 
uh, uh, too far along in revelation and in God to even learn from those less experienced than you. And the Lord says, son and daughter, because you've humbled yourself under my mighty hand, God says, I will exalt in due time. And the picture I see is God's watch, and it says, due time. And, and the Lord says, I'm about to bring something forward. But know this, while this church is called to learn from others, you're not going to be a copy of others. You will learn from others, but not be a copy of others. You will be an original. And the Lord says it's going to be a point of the spear. And what I keep seeing is, and I think you said it earlier, Pastor, something about uh, uh, breaking into darkness. God says, I've not called you to go to the, just the, the nice, easy places and people. The Lord says, I've called you to take my light into darkness. I've called you as Ezekiel, as a voice to the graveyard. And the wind of God will blow and there will be a life arise, but it will be an army that comes forward. So the Lord says, son and daughter, you're going to speak. And what's going to come forth is not going to be a church, a committee, but it's going to be an army. So God, release in them and through them the fullness of God. Lord, we pray that you would pull forth every gift, Lord, every revelation. God, we pray that even as, uh, Lord, the apostolic and the prophetic work together, God, that it would work together in them and through them. That, God, prophetic revelation and apostolic authority would combine, Lord, to bring breakthrough. And God keeps saying, I'm going to plant this church as, as um, an explosive at ancient doors that's going to blow them off. And so the Lord says, not only within Stafford, but the Lord says even within the region, even things that are going to um, have national import, not just on the local level, but things, even if you don't get the attention of the, the nation, God says it's going to be things that you break open in the spirit that are going to have impact, not just on the local, but to the nation. So God use them. Give them guidance and direction. Lord, for this church, may you cause this church to arise. May every man and woman, boy and girl, young person in this church have a revelation of Jesus. God, a revelation of their place, their point on the key. And God, that you would cause a new generation to arise, a Joshua generation that will go in and possess this city and beyond for the kingdom of God. Shekinah? I see a flower garden, and a tornado blew the flowers away, but they grew back. Lord, that which the enemy tried to destroy, tried to blow away, tried to uproot, God, we thank you that, Lord, it was not uprooted. Lord, it was not blown away. And Lord, it is now coming to fruition. Hallelujah. It's very interesting. It goes, it's actually a different picture, but actually kind of the same message that I saw. I had seen earlier for you all, I saw this picture of a tree, and this was your church. This tree was your church, and I saw some things come, and it started chop, chopping at it like an axe would chop at it, chop and chop and chop, or sometimes it almost looked like it was going to fall down if a too strong of a wind would blow. But the Lord said this, the Lord says, did I not heal the tree? I healed 
healed the tree. And I saw him supernaturally lay his hands on that tree. And I saw all the tree parts come back. And I saw it actually grow in diameter. It was growing. The tree was growing. It didn't just survive, but it was growing. It was growing. And God says this, even when the winds of adversity will blow, you will know that my wind is stronger. My wind is stronger. And I have made you a tree that will grow and your roots will go down deep. And the Lord says, watch as the increase happens. Watch as the increase happens. Lord, we stretch our hands together up to you. And Lord, we surrender ourselves. We will be the Joshua generation. God, we will believe you that you can give us the city. God, we will enter in and possess the destiny of God for our lives. Uh, for, for the other brother and your wife, I, I, I know in the natural, y'all started a church a year or so ago in Texas. But what I keep hearing the Lord say is this, I'm giving you a training ground a training ground. You are not called just to have a nice little church or be a nice little pastor. The Lord says there's an anointing on the both of you to be drill instructors. There's an anointing on you to train. And there's a time for teaching, but there's a time for uh, expecting uh, the, the, the growth. There's a time for teaching, but the Lord says, I'm going to give you those that are going to seem young at first, that are going to seem inexperienced at first. But God says this, instead of having to undo a bunch of dead religion and traditions, I'm giving you ones that you're going to be able to grow from the ground up. But the Lord says what you're called to do is not just have a nice church. It is a training ground, an equipping ground, and it seems to be. Pray these things through because prophecy does not control us. Prophecy does not control us. Get God's uh, uh, confirmation all these things. But the Lord seems to be saying in my heart that what God's going to give you is a, um, a pattern that can be transplanted in other places. I, I, somehow materials, I don't know if it's writing or recording or what, but materials are going to come out that are going to help bring this, where you're not just going to do it yourself, but raise others up and, and test this. But God seems to be saying there are going to be principles that are biblical and kingdom, but they're going to be able to be applied out into the, the marketplace. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for that release. Kim? I see such an anointing on you. And the Lord says, I'm going to give you some strategy, some strategy with your church. I saw, I saw actually God's hand. And I saw you guys reaching out to a young generation. God says, I'm going to give you a heart for the young generation. And I saw not just teenagers, but even the children, the children. And I saw that God is going to even cause something. I couldn't tell what I was watching, if it was some sort of a crusade or what. But it seemed to draw the children in in such a way that it reached their parents as well. And God says this, I'm going to give you such strategy and some will not understand it. In fact, I see one man that his tongue looks black and his tongue is not saying the right things. And it's an evil stuff he's saying, actually, even though it may all sound sugar-coated, it's not right. And God says this, I am going to cause, I am going to cause the right words to come out of the right mouths. And you do not listen to him any longer. And the Lord says, watch and see if I will not cause things to turn Turn around the way you have prayed. Thank you, God. Father, we give you thanks for breakthrough. God, for your purposes, oh God. And the Lord says, 
Because you will accept those that nobody else wants, God will also give you those that everybody else wants. Test this out, but you're also going to see a, a, a generation of entrepreneurs arise as well. So, Father, we give you thanks. Congregation, lift your hands with me as we get ready to close. Lord, we lift our hands and we praise you. Now, you know what they did at Jericho? They lifted their voice, they shouted, and the walls fell. Would you lift your voice with me now and shout to the Lord? God, we give you praise. Lord, we lift our voice and we thank you, God, that every wall and barrier is coming down. And Lord, you're giving us the city. We declare Stafford, Lord, this region and Lord, this nation are yours, oh God. May you arise, oh God, and be Lord of our city and our nation. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Just look, if you need healing in your body, lay hands on yourself when you need healing. Specifically, I felt the Lord say he was healing somebody that had physical damage to the bowel or the core, the, the, uh, the, the, the intestines. It's the bowel system where there's some kind of physical damage there, and God wants to set it right. If you need healing in that area, wave at me. Is that, are you waving, sis? I'll just lay hands on yourself if you would. Father, we thank you. Wherever, and if you need healing in any other area, just lay hands on yourself where you need that healing. And there's somebody here uh, earlier today. Now, I don't know. I saw this lump on somebody's big toe, a lump on the toe, and God is going to heal it. But it was actually a prophetic word as well that you are not going to be crippled in the Lord any longer, that you are going to run and not be weary and walk and not faint. But you have a lump on your toe, and God says, I am getting ready to heal your foot, but also heal the insides and all the emotions and the spiritual things that's been ruling around inside of you like a tornado. And God says, you are going to run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Does anybody identify a lump, a growth, a swelling, something like that on the toe? Does anybody identify with that? I'm sure somebody's here. I mean, go I've on, seen this visit over <laughs> and over. So, if, if you know who that is, if it's somebody in your life, I want you to stand for them. Okay. Yeah. Bone spur in the bottom of the foot. You've been getting injections the last three weeks from the therapist for this. Okay. Stretch your hands toward her, to each one. Lord, right now we ask in Jesus' name that you would release healing. God, we pray for our sister. Lord, we pray that every part of the bowel, the, 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 the intestines are going, God, everything would be set right. Lord, any physical damage, we cause, call it, Lord, right now to come back into alignment and to order and to proper function in the name of Jesus. God, for our sister, Lord, where there's been the bone spur and the problem in the foot, God, would you set it right? make whole. God, may the pain go for freedom of movement and Lord, may she run in the spirit and not be where to walk and not faint. God, each healing miracle that needs to happen, Lord, we trust you in Jesus' name. Release the touch of God. Now, Lord, we seal the word and work of the Lord over our lives this day. Lord, you will cause us to arise and possess for your glory in Jesus' name. Now, would you with me clap your hands and praise to Jesus. Lord, we honor you. We praise you, Lord. Father, we give you thanks. Guys, go ahead and take a seat real quick. Thank you.
for being patient and sticking with us, for pressing in. Remember this. Remember this as pastor gets ready to come. One, we don't live our lives by prophecy. Understand, you don't have to have a prophetic word to break through in God. You don't have to have a prophecy to be blessed by God. You have the word, you have a spirit, you have the body of Christ. When a prophecy comes, we test it. You don't just do it. You don't just obey it, you test it. Does it line up with Scripture? The witness of the Spirit in you. Your pastoral covering. And remember this, if you did not get prophesied to today, it doesn't mean God's mad at you. It doesn't mean that we don't like you. God has many ways of speaking, but thank you for pressing into God. Pastor, thank you. Amen. Come on, give him a hand, please. Church, this is, this is what prophecy does in the body of Christ. How many of you were really edified and built up today? That's what we're all about. And that's what the Spirit of God comes to do. He comes to build us up, to strengthen us, and to encourage us to keep fighting the good fight of faith. And so take what you've heard today. And I knew we went a little bit long today. But sometimes, you know, when you're ministering, it takes a while to hear from God. And it takes a while for God to do it. I mean, how many you know God doesn't work according to our schedule? He has his own schedule. And so we just thank him for that. Uh, as our tradition, I just want to read a, a scripture verse to you. We don't do this often. Uh, but I want to read this verse to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9. Uh, and it reads, Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? Nope, that's the wrong verse. I want to read verse, I got a different one I want to read. That's not the right one. 1 Corinthians 9, verses uh, 13 through 14. Do you not know that those who minister the holy things eat of the things of the temple? And those who serve at the altar partake of the offering of the altar? Even so, the Lord has commanded those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. We have a wonderful opportunity to sow this morning into a man of God and a woman of God. His whole family came and ministered to us. They drove here from Hampton this morning to be with us. They go all over the country and, yes, to different parts of the world to preach the gospel of the kingdom. And uh, this is how they make a living. And so we want to give an opportunity. If you've been blessed this morning, and I trust that all of you have, amen, I want you to take a moment and just show God through faith that you appreciate the gifts that he brings to the body. You demonstrate to God your appreciation by your gift this morning. Amen? Amen. So we're going to have the ushers for those who want to uh, uh, give an offering this morning as the music is playing softly. Uh, if you need an envelope, make sure to separate this offering. Every single penny of that money uh, will go uh, to Russ Klein and his family. Um, also, while we're doing that, you can go ahead and come. I'm sorry. No, just write it to Foundation Christian Fellowship Church. I'm sorry. And then we'll just make sure to separate on separate it on this end and we'll uh, every, make sure every penny goes to him. Uh, while we're doing that, I want to do something. Uh, first of all, I want to thank each and every one of you for staying as long as you have today. If you have to go, I, I understand. Uh, but I want to do this while we take, go ahead and take up the offering. Uh, I want my brother to step up. My, my young can you step up? He don't like this, but I'm going to have him come up. Come on up. Now, I know some of y'all, might the, the bow tie thing, we did not plan this, okay? Uh, we did not plan this. And uh, my wife was out shopping the other day, and she told me to do a, uh, to put on a bow tie. So, of course, he woke up this morning, 
and you know he's got the bow tie, and I wore it for the first. This is the first time I ever worn a bow tie. How do your pastor look in a bow tie? Oh. Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh, brother, the other brother over there is uh, not so happy about it. But, but anyway, I want to say this uh, as it relates to how we know that God is a God of miracles. And and I want to say this, and and I hope you you just have to forgive me later when we go play golf. But um, my wife and I basically. Uh, adopted him at the age of 13. Uh, when he came to us, this was a young man. I want, you, I want you to take a look at what God does. This was a young man who was selling drugs on the street, uh, carrying guns. I had to come get him one night. My family called me. My mom called me and she said, Gary, come get him. Because he's about, all my sisters would call me, come get him because he's about to, it's over. So I go home to get him, and he's not home. So there's, where is he at? He's out in the street. So he comes home, uh, finally, and it's like, I don't know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm up waiting for him. I'm like, I'm going to get him because I'm his big brother. He was and, spying on me, Yeah. And uh, he came, and he was, he was so drunk. I'm talking about 13 or 14 years old, drunk as a fish. Uh, had a gun on him and had drugs on him. I ended up calling the police. Um, police came over and we collected the drugs and the gun. I said, look, give me an opportunity. I'm calling you because, listen, I believe that God's going to make a difference in this young man's life. He's my brother, and I'm going to take him with me. I brought him home with me. This is back in the year 1992, somewhere in that, in that range, 91, 92. Bring him back with me. And uh, we raised him up. When he first came, I said, it was everybody on my job. They all said to me, they said, man, don't bring that, don't bring him to your house because he's going to be a lot of trouble. At that time, my wife was pregnant, was pregnant with Christian. And all my coworkers said, you're making a mistake. You, shouldn't, you never know what he's going to get into and what he's going to do. And, uh, and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to step out of faith. I sense that God was telling me to do this. We brought him home, raised him up. He got saved. And I remember this one principal, this one teacher kept saying, oh, he's, he got so many learning gaps. He's so far behind. He will never be able to succeed, really. And I still know that teacher, by the way. And, uh, and this is all through. So we got him through high school, got him saved, went to Bible school. What are you working on now? You're in so much school. What are you doing now? I'm done. You're done? Right now, yeah. Well, when we first got him, he couldn't even hardly read two sentences. I go to his house now. He got books like the stretch from here all the way to my house. Uh, he's, you just, just got through your master's, right? Second. Your, second, your second master's. He planted a church. He's, he's with the assemblies of God. Planted a church. And is in, they've been going now about a year, and his wife, about a year or so. And he's been doing well. But, but let me say this. A lot of times when God asks you to step out to do something, it calls for sacrifice. We sacrificed, and because we sowed into his life, look at him now. He's preaching the gospel. He's living for Jesus. He's serving Jesus. He loves Jesus. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done. So I just want to, now how old are you now? 36. 36 years old. And every time I look, anytime I get discouraged and I think that God has somehow left me, abandoned me, I always look at this right here. This is what God will do. Amen. Amen. God bless you, man. I love you, man.
All right. AK, coming up. We just say a prayer. Can I stand to your feet? If everybody had an opportunity to, to sow, amen. We got, one, we got one back here. Make sure to, to get that. Um, let's stretch your hands to the offering. Lord, we thank you for this offering today. We thank you, Lord God, for Russ and his wife who came and ministered to us. The gift to the body, the gifting, Lord, is to just strengthen and encourage the body through prophecy, through prayer, through signs and wonders, however you choose to use them. I thank you, Lord, that they had faith to step out. Now, Father, we know you're going to take care of them, Lord. Whatever their difficulties are, Lord, we know, Father God, that you're Jehovah Jireh, and you're the God that is more than enough. I speak prosperity in their life, Lord, and they will continue to prosper as they go out throughout the earth, preaching your gospel into every place, every city. Will you bless them, Father, and will you use this gift, Lord, as a token of our love and our sacrifice, and this is our way of saying to them, we're going to stand with them in faith as they stand for Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, and all God's people said amen. Amen. It may be blessed. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We thank you, Lord God. This is a great day because Jesus is on the throne. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his throne of grace. To him be glory, dominion, power now and forevermore. And all God's people said, amen. amen. God bless and I'll see you next week.